Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin', my friends? Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. He's making a note. I said uh, Kyle Pitts is not going to get six fantasy points per game in year one. And he believes he'll get over that. Yeah. Um, so we just friendly bet. We'll see what happens. Let let us know in the comments what you think about Kyle Pitts. He's gonna get one. Ay, ay, ay. So you're one of those. Right? You're one of those over compulsive. I don't think that's college over, football. Scout. I don't think that's over compulsive. You get so excited about well, six fantasy points a game. I don't think it's uh, you know that crazy. At this point, at this time in the year, uh, there are certain people who get super. There's no football on. And there's really nothing else to talk about but the NFL draft. And so you get bored. And you just watch 20 games of Mac Jones, um, which is what I did. Yeah. And um, anyway, you end up with uh, people who just get really hyped on players saying they're going to be the best player of ever. And, like him on Mac yeah, Jones. And uh, what – literally <laughs> has, his, has, has him ranked four or five. Four. <laughs> Certainly not the greatest. <laughs> Serviceable. Is, yeah. is a more accurate depiction of how I feel about Mac Jones. You would take him anyway. in the top 10 for service uh, Yeah. Um, anyway, well, I think it's, See, I, think it's, I, think it's autom- <laughs> I think it's automatic. Like, to start is serviceable, but I think he has okay. a chance to have a higher ceiling. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Today, we're going to talk about must draft second year running backs. Okay. So we usually do shows uh, right around after the NFL draft about must draft players going into uh, redraft season. But for this show, we're going to do must draft second year players overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a list, a laundry list of many players, and yeah. um, we're gonna um, we're not going to talk about all of these players as must draft players. Okay. We are going to go through each one and discuss whether or not they are a must draft sure. player or not. Um, and what our feelings are on some guys, we're probably just going to skip over. Like DJ Dallas, uh, he's like the 17th running back on the roster. So. Yeah, because like this is just like what list. I would consider the top 15 quarterbacks. I mean, running backs that came on a last year's class. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about today. Must draft second year running backs. Before we do that, check out our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on any social media platforms. Just search us. Even we'll Facebook. Pop up. Even even Facebook. Search us, we'll pop up. The Fantasy Champions or the FF Champs. Whatever you want to do. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, uh, all you got to do over there is just leave a review and subscribe. Yep. Really as simple Tell as that. Tell us how amazing we are. Yeah. Or how bad we are in fantasy football. <laughs> or, um, yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, and then comment down below. As Rick said, if you make it to the end of the video, we'll, we'll tell you what to comment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um. So let's jump right into the must draft second year running backs. Without further ado, we're going to try to, I've, I've been really, you know, it's funny. I didn't even turn on the camera. So the whole beginning of this video is just going to be out of the, the <laughs> oh, I was making so, faces. Too. Yeah. That's especially on your comments. Anyway, about welcome. Jones. Welcome in YouTube. Sorry. Um, so we're going to jump right into the second year running backs. We'll start off with Clyde Edwards, a one first running back off the board in 2019 or 2020. I can't remember which one. Yeah. 2020, right? Uh, 2020 draft. Uh, I don't know what year it is anymore. So I realized yeah, you were having today. problems all before the show. I was like looking at Kyle Pitts numbers. And I'm like 2020. He didn't play into Dude, where's the 2021 numbers? numbers, bro. 
what the frick? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a thing. Um, so Clyde Edwards-Alaire was taken off the board, pick 32 by the Chiefs. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Um, he came in, and he actually had a relatively decent season. Um, a lot of people drafted him, I would say overdrafted him, uh, in in some leagues in the top five. Yeah, I remember it's, we even, I like, I think once he got to 10, I remember last year being yeah. like, yeah, anything higher than this is too much. So so based on, like, if you paced him out to a full season, give him the average points per game that he was getting, like even J.K. Dobbins finished ahead of him, but he only played in, uh, Clyde only played in 13 games. If you give him three more games at the 12 points he was he was getting, he probably would have finished with, um, I'm bad at quick math, but is that 36? Um, so he probably would have finished like with 190. So he would have been right around 12, 11, which is where he went in our home league. Yeah. Right. 11 or 12, which is serviceable. Now I feel like if you're drafting a guy at 11 or 12, um, you're probably expecting him to break out. So he was almost like a bust, but not a bust. He was a little bit, um, just a little underwhelming, but he wasn't, I mean, you could say that about a lot of guys last year. Um, but he really wasn't bad. I think, uh, people could take advantage of him this year because people struggled with him last year and they took him having these high expectations. And this year he could, be available in your late third round maybe mm-hmm. um and he's someone who could be a perfect rb2 i mean i know people already who are completely out on clyde mm-hmm. for this year and i don't i don't really understand it because he was decent last year in the games that he played yeah and there's a good chance he's only going to get better because they yeah, let go yeah. remember before Le'Veon bell i'm pretty sure he was um a little mm-hmm. bit better and then when they added bell he was still okay but didn't get as much work as he it did is- uh, I think there's a chance he could get even more work next year. There's a couple more variables, too, with Bell being gone, most likely not going back to the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Damian Williams, they cut. And even if Bell so, comes back, I don't think he's going to be really involved there, there, at all. And there's no one else. I mean, James Conner's still on the market, but I don't really know if anyone else is going to sign yeah. with them. And they they brought back, I can't remember who it was, but the fourth string running back and. They uh, have Daryl Daryl Williams. No, it wasn't Daryl Williams. Um, it was some pass catching running back that played for the Darwin Raiders Thompson? before. Oh, oh, uh, uh, I don't Devontae remember. Booker. No, no, somebody else. Jeez, but I let's just forget it. about it. <laughs> it doesn't really matter because he's the fourth guy. But anyway, uh, Daryl Williams is the second running back, yeah. and it, that means Clyde is going to end up being the feature like guy in that offense. So the question is, is he a must draft player going into twenty twenty one? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, uh, it, let's see where he ends up, though, because if people hype him up again like next year, then no, <laughs> I'm gonna change my opinion on that. But as it stands right now, absolutely, he's a must yeah. I'm guy. trying to find his ADP just to just to clarify um, some of that. On Fancy gonna... Pros, he's ranked currently 18 um, among running backs. Yeah, so I don't know what that is overall, but that feels like a third round kind of guy. They have uh, like DeAndre Swift, Joe Mixon, James Robinson, some guys we're gonna talk about. DK, J.K. Dobbins ahead of him. Um, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's kind of in that David Montgomery, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs area. Yeah. Um, so this says he is going off the board, uh, at ADP of 18, which would be, <laughs> mm, that's a little higher than, uh, fancy that? pros. Was that freaking mid second, second, second round? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where I would take him. I would still take him there too. Yeah. I think mid second, early third is probably where he's going to end up. 
I mean, um, like Fantasy Pros has Clyde eighteen and Josh Jacobs nineteen. For me, yeah. with Kenyon Drake on the Raiders, like it's not even close. Who I would rather have for next now, year? Now, I I told everyone the situation with Clyde Edwards-Helaire in the off season, and that I loved him, and I thought he was going to be real great. But uh, there was this common consensus with all the fantasy community that he was going to get a ton of like yeah. work in the passing game, and I it was just one of those it, it did not happen. Uh, I heard guys say that he was going to get 60 catches this year. I didn't say that. And <laughs> 50 to 60 catches. And yeah. I was like, they, they didn't use Damian Williams like that. They didn't use Kareem Hunt like that. Mm. Andy Reid doesn't use running backs like that. What makes you think he's going to walk in and get 60 catches? Kareem Hunt, I think, averaged like 35 to 40 catches a season. Now, to be Clyde fair. Clyde edwards had 36 receptions. I think my argument was... Um, you looked in the past, and they they did throw it to running backs, but it was just spread spread out. And I was like, yeah. well, if Clyde's a workhorse, he could get more of that. And they did. I mean, Bell had a decent amount of receptions while he was yeah. there too. Um, so you know, maybe that number goes up from mm-hmm. thirty six. I don't see sixty. Like I think that's pushing it, but I think it's possible with it, it will, Bell's yeah, gone. I think, that he I could think reach in year two that will go up forty five to fifty. But yeah, I mean, he he hit two hundred plus. What would you say, forty five to fifty? Yeah, yeah, without Bell. He if, had, he's, if he's like the workhorse. And I think too, you looked at I want to see when did they sign when did they sign Belk? I don't want to spend a million years uh, later, but um we need to we need to we need to fact nine? check some of the fantasy community here. I can check. Because I want to go through the game logs of twenty twenty in the first half of the season before yeah, I think it was the first six weeks of the year. So Clyde Edwards Alaire was on pace. This was his paced out per sixteen games through did you see when Bell played his first game? Was it against Atlanta? It was. Um, it was against Denver. Denver. Okay, week one. So he played. Uh, Clyde played the first six weeks of the season without Le'Veon Bell as yep. a part of the part of the roster. This is his per sixteen on according to um, pro, uh, pro Football Reference, two hundred eighty five carries. Okay, that's a lot of Sheesh. carries. 1,347 yards, and then only three rushing touchdowns, which is not what anybody anticipated no, either. He He'll get more rushing touchdowns in 2020. He also had a. He was also paced out to 83 targets and 56 receptions hey. for 472 yards. No receiving touchdowns, touchdowns either. Are, touchdowns were the biggest thing holding him That's something him back. that, I mean, is very, that Chiefs offense could go up. The, the pace that he was on was 1,700, or you know what? I'll, this is 1,800 yards. 1,800 yards, which is 180 fantasy points. Then 25 from the receptions, and you're at 200, Yeah, which is a top 10 fantasy running back, yep. and then you that doesn't even include the touchdowns. So I think Clyde is a must-draft in the second, third round, and and you guys are missing out if you don't draft Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I That's mean, a good – I might tweet that. What, this uh, – The this, numbers. This numbers, yeah. yeah. Definitely tweet that because uh, I didn't – I said I was going to tweet something on the show last week, like an article, never and did. I never did. Sorry, guys. I couldn't find it. <laughs> Twitter be lacking. Whatever. <laughs> Um, so the next guy that we have on our list, we'll try not to talk about um, Jonathan Taylor for seven and a half minutes. Now, this one is where we see Clyde, right? We see Clyde have all the space and opportunity to move now. No more guys in, no more guys in the offense. He has the opportunity to take this offense like full steam and, and do maybe that 285 or 300 touch season. You know what I mean? So, the, you know, Clyde has the opportunity to do that. Jonathan Taylor has Marlon Mack back. It's scary. And yeah. and Jonathan Taylor right now, and I'm not I'm a Jonathan Taylor truther at heart. Me too. I love Jonathan Taylor. You know I think feelings. he's a legend. Uh, I think he's going to be a very good oh, running back in the high. NFL. He's getting drafted at ADP 11 as the now this uh, ADP to be fair is kind of weird because also Josh Jacobs 
at six. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna. I wasn't gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go into the twelve team PPR. Um, you know where they have them ranked no. on Fancy Pros as of today? Is it five? It's six. Cheap ahead of Nick Chubb. So on um Aaron on the Fantasy Jones. Football Calculator, um, they have Jonathan Taylor at the one nine as the ninth player off the board. <sighs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. I think that's actually see. I'm I was willing to take him at like 107, and then Marlon Mack signed, and it does push him back to me. I feel like he's more. He's not going to be a top five running back if he if Marlon Mack is there. I just the, the question is what happens. I think he'll be a low end RB one. So like between RB six and ten, and I don't know if I does Jonathan Taylor become oh, the new tough. Jordan Wilkins. No, I mean, um, not, no, 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 Marlon, no, no, Mack, no, no, no. Uh, Marlon Mack. I was saying I, that's what I meant to say. Does Marlon Mack become the new Jordan Wilkins? I think. I or think does so. he was does he take a larger role in that offense? I, I think it's a big concern. Taylor to be, still, honest to, to, to be, it is a concern. But Taylor was good enough, I think, at the end of the year where he has solidified being at least the top guy. Right? He's. I think he's going to still Fair get enough. the most work in that offense. He's going to be the feature guy. It's just going to be a matter of how much Mar- Marlon Mack gets involved and how much they use Naheem Harris again. Yeah. And those details and those things that is a concern for Jonathan Taylor and what is his ceiling because of it. Is he going to be McCaffrey or Dalvin Naheem Cook? Harris? What did I say? I think you said Naheem Harris. Oh. Naheem Hines. <laughs> Whatever. Pull it together, um, Rick. Bro, come no, on. No, no, I got you. That's, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just joking. I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, but either way, so, so I still want Taylor. Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines last year had 89 carries. Uh, Hines had 89 carries. Jordan Wilkins had 84 carries, respectively. If Marlon Mack comes in and Jonathan Taylor kind of takes, because there's a lot of targets going to Naheem Hines, and I don't know if they're going to continue using Hines like that, um, considering how bad Carson Wentz is passing into the running backs. Yeah, that's a Philip Rivers number, I think. Yeah, that's a Philip Rivers inflated number. So with Marlon Mack coming in, he's a decent pass catcher. Taylor's a decent pass catcher. I think both of them together can pick up the work in the target target share portion of their offense. They targeted the running back position so much. <laughs> Philip Rivers, yeah. man. I, I don't even think you can go off last year. I think you have to go back to when they had Andrew Luck to kind of figure out maybe what they're going to do with the running back passing game. But um, anyway, as far as the running back like rushing game, if if you say that Wilkin maybe Hines gets like sixty carries this year, and then you take the rest of them and say hundred carries goes to Marlon Mack, is that too little for Marlon Mack? Um, I just think there's in there in every scenario that I'm playing out in my head, Jonathan Taylor is going to lose workload. I don't think Marlon Mack is going to be as involved where it's really hurtful for that Taylor. Would give him a hundred hundred carries. Yeah, I, I think that's probably where he's going to get. I think he'll get a little more than Wilkins. I could, I and could, then maybe Hines gets a little less. And I could see Hines getting sixty rushes, Taylor, okay. uh, Marlon Mack getting one hundred and twenty, and then Jonathan Taylor is hovering right around two hundred to two hundred and fifteen, and he loses. I a think Taylor bit gets more than two hundred. I, I don't I hope Taylor gets two hundred, but Marlon Mack. I just yeah, I, it's a tough game though to what's play. What's the contract to to look play. like? What's this contract look like? Because like it was like one year, two million. It was nothing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm not concerned. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I think they, I mean, you should, in the NFL, you got to be cutthroat. You got to just, you, you, tore, you tore your Achilles, you lost your job. That's what happens. It's, it That's is very what it unfortunate. is. And I think that uh, Frank Reich has a little bit of a nice man in his soul somewhere. And he's probably like, I want to give him a What if they cut Marlon Mack in training camp? 
<laughs> That's Taylor's season. Saddle it up. We got. Does he become August a top to five pick? If, if that happens. All right, let's relax. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the question is, My must draft. draft? Yeah, it's Jonathan Taylor. He's still a must draft. Hurts oh, that it's a it's it it is it, as a first round pick. When I play fantasy football, I do not like to take massive risks like that. And I, to me, that is a that's a big risk. Is it worth the risk? It's a it's one of those risks that if it pays off, you have a top six running back, and it also could go in the opposite direction where you end up with a yeah, middle mid range RB two. I would take I would take Nick Chubb as of right now over him. I would take like if Derek you get Henry to the end him. of the first round and there's no running backs left, and your choices are Ezekiel Elliott, Austin Eckler, or Jonathan. Would you Taylor. take Zeke or? Aaron Jones over Jonathan Taylor right now. What about Austin Eckler too? Throw him in that conversation. Yeah, I think I would take Taylor over Eckler. But okay, um, yeah. I mean, I think where he's going is not a bad spot. I love how low Nick Chubb's gone. That's oh yeah, that's stealing candy from a baby, by the way. But anyway, um, do you have any more thoughts on Jonathan? No, Taylor we can move on. on. Okay, so uh, yes, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Rick says a he's a must draft. I say he's a risky must draft. I like it. Okay. Um, Swift. Must draft all day, all night. I'll answer that question right away. Moving on. Okay. DeAndre Swift is going off the board 211 in 12 team leagues in PPR. Pick 22. Um. Yeah, I'll take that. Where is he ranked on Fantasy Pros? They have him ranked 15. So they do Dang. have him ahead of Dobbins and Robinson and, and uh, Dobbins and Robinson and uh, Clyde Dobbins Edwards Hiller and Josh Jacobs. So they do so, have him high, but. Everyone's like, you know what, Jonathan Taylor? I love the guy. He's awesome. Yeah. Marlon Mack doesn't affect him at all, even though he was the starting running back for the Colts for two years, and he was actually starting over Mar- but, over Jonathan yeah. Taylor starting last year. But let's throw that all aside. Jamal Williams signs with the uh, the Lions, and it's like, oh, no. It's all over for Swift. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Jamal Williams is a career backup. Love him. Great kid. Funny guy. Yeah. Everything's good about I love him as a running back. Hey, if he got an opportunity to start, he might actually be a good starting NFL running back. But he's a, he's a career backup. And that's what he's going to be used. And that's what he's going to be used now, as. Now, Detroit's offense not is not going to be as good as that's it was true. last year. That is very true. I don't. I was making fun of Rick on the Twitters. Uh, saying that he, me, saying I like Mims you, over like Rieger. Yeah, and I said bugs. I said I did a Rick handshake emoji. Bad, uh, bad offenses in the NFL. And then here you are, DeAndre <laughs> Swift. Buying into bad offenses. Here I am, buying into DeAndre Swift. No, that's a fair point. Um, does that offense suck? Like, I think, think it, it's going to suck. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams. In the they need a wide receiver real bad. That'll help. Real bad. Um, but they don't they have Gallaudet. They, you know who their wide receiver one is right now? It's Danny Amendola. Yep. They need like two receivers. <laughs> Maybe like four. Maybe I'll reset. Yeah, so but you new, could also look that they need, a, they need a new Madden ultimate ultimate team wide receiver. Pack. You could look at it. You, <laughs> you could look at it like, oh well, DeAndre Swift's going to get some passing game work. Yeah, maybe line him up in the slot. No, that's true. He's also going to be him and Hawk. Man, are going to be the only weapons in that offense. Yeah, I think where he's going is is where I would take him. I I, I wouldn't hype up Swift too if much I'm because of that offense. Round, if I'm in the Late second round. You're like third. on cocaine for DeAndre Swift. Oh my god, I would love it. You know what it is though? It's because he can pass catch. That's that's yeah. I love it. PPR, PPR and half PPR leagues. It's it's I like him. It's I a like sexy him. draft pick. I like I like him. Okay, all right, next guy. J.K. Dobbins. Must draft. Yeah. Um 
Everyone's <laughs> excited. Everyone's excited about him. Yeah, I, I like Dobbins. Really decided yet? Three oh nine though. See, this is the I thing. I feel like I'm just gonna be stealing running backs this year. Three oh nine for walk Dobbins. Into the running back yeah. bank and just Perfect. rob it. There's actually, you know, I've I haven't done uh, as much as I want to do for redraft wise for running backs. So like these second year guys. But in I'll the, tell you what Rick has been doing over the last couple weeks. He's been drooling over Zach Wilson film. And Justin Fields. And and just, a yeah, little right. bit of uh, Trey Lance, which I know you don't. But. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, draft stuff. But uh, I actually do think J.K. Dobbins might be the worst yeah. of like the big yeah. guys. Yeah, just, that's true. And it's not even his fault. It's just they're going to use Gus. Did you see that right. Gus Edwards contract? Well, back the truck up. I did not. Look it up. Um, I feel like I need to be more prepared than this, but I did not see Gus Edwards. Contract. Yeah, he re-signed with the Ravens, and I think it was like. Hold on a second. I'll oh, that's not up. that bad. Never mind. Three million. Yeah, it's not bad. I thought he. I thought it was like. Way Hold more. on a second. It's it's a base hit. Three million. No no incentives. No dead cap. Yeah, it's three point three million dollars. Okay, that's not bad. Then. One year. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe we'll see on Dobbins. Then. I thought he signed like a three-year like. So fifteen million. The thing that popped like that. off the screen for me with Dobbins, not to interrupt you. But the fact that Clyde, you know, he played 13 games and he actually finished behind J.K. Dobbins and Dobbins didn't really fully start playing until yeah, like that's true. midway point of the season. That's true. And when they, when they decided, they were like, you know what, J., uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Ingram just can't do it anymore. We're going to bench him. Yeah. I mean, I would take any, honestly, any one of these guys. I love all of these dudes. All of them need to be much drafted. This year, I, this, this draft is similar to 2017 running back draft. Similar. I'm yes, not saying it is. Because it's, people are going to have that expectation for this year in like Dynasty and stuff. Yeah. I think really only one guy, maybe two, is going to be like this level of a running back. Fair enough. As all like four, I think five, six. If of you're these guys. talking about the Ravens offense, though, and, and like you can talk about Jonathan Taylor. And Frank Reich does like to run the football. You talk yep. about Clyde Edwards-Alaire, they're not going to run the football 300 times a season. It's just not going to happen. Sorry. They're, or they're not going to give a running back 300 rushes because Mahomes is just – he likes to flick it wherever he wants all the time. Okay? Yeah. So uh, I think I think if you're talking about Dobbins physically running the football, uh, he's going to be a guy that maybe hits the 300 carry mark this year for me because, okay. because they run the football so much. They're going to run it 500 times. <laughs> Yeah, he's a must. He's a must. And you're telling you're telling me that if they run it 500 times and you reserve how many how many you want to give to Lamar? Let's say they run oh, 560 times. Lamar's I mean, a, Lamar and and Gus are both gonna get a lot. Stop with Gus. Get him out of here. <laughs> so anyway, when you go through uh, the games that he started, let's. Oh, did he didn't start any games. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I'm gonna go off week 10 yeah, when they to started 16. Him. Uh, he, so he would paced out to 205 carries, 1,300 yards, 19 touchdowns, 11 <laughs> targets, 8 catches, 85 yards. So the passing part of it, eight catches. he's not oh, going to get – this is the biggest – Like Derrick Henry. Is, you're right about the low-end part of, of like the running backs. Like I would rather have Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, um, but, and the other know, guy that we talked about, he, Antonio might, Gibson. I Dobbins might be more. the best on the ground out of all those guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. But And he's not. He's a good pass catcher. I've seen him pass catch. He's it's not, just he doesn't the offense. Suck. It's just the offense. The, their offense is never... He averages 10... Uh, he has averages 10 yards per reception. He had 85 yards on just eight catches. Yeah. And it was like... that. The, most running backs don't... Like, Miles Sanders, I think, is like eight or nine. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. But anyway... If you're getting 10 yards per reception, you actually do a good job. If their offense doesn't utilize that position at all. So or outside of, like, they don't use it in the passing game, for that matter. 
and they don't pass yeah. it enough to even think like, okay, he's going to get 70 targets and catch 50 passes. Like that's not going to happen for Dobbins. He might catch 20 passes this year. I would think that would be 25, 20 to 25 was where I would, I, so I would it's like Derek Henry. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Um, the question is, does he get those 300 carries? If he does, then he can be like Derrick Henry finishing that top six, top five. That's his ceiling. production. That's, that's, I think his ceiling, not Derrick Henry, but, I think, you know, a low-end RB1 is probably where he's going to bank it. But if, if he doesn't have the passing work. If he has the passing work. I think he's a pretty safe, I mean, safe bet. Safe third-round pick? Yeah. Oh, all, yeah. All day. I yep. might just take running backs all three rounds. That's what my plan is. Look, and I, got, I still got my guy, Miles Sanders, here. Antonio. But Gibson, you're going to miss A.J. Brown. Oh, no. I'll just <laughs> trade for him. I'll just trade there you for him. Go. Okay, so uh, anyway, let's move on to the next guy. I went into the wrong show notes. Um, it's Cam Akers. Uh, I don't know yet. Yes. You go. You Okay, so you're a must draft. Cam Akers. That offense is going to be better this year with Matt Stafford. He's 304. You went by him. Oh, He's I 304. Just, oh, okay. um, that offense is going to be much better at the end of you last year. Much better? Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, much better. I don't know. It will be after after everyone's settled down. I really go, need. You to want like, to go to his game logs again? Yeah, I'm going to his game logs, and go to when he started three last three games of the season. Let's go, baby. Okay, I'll throw I'll throw in the, the 21 <laughs> carry game against uh, the Arizona Cardinals too. <laughs> yeah, he's he's girly. Maybe there. You, that's that's the expectation. So he makers. had over the course of those four games, he had 344 carries for 1360 yep. yards. And look at those playoffs. That, that is, is play- disgusting though. To that's me, gross right there. 3.95 yeah, yards per attempt. But to me, that isn't as impressive as what the playoffs is. So, the just playoffs to give you just give you the went, just oh. to give you the per 16 <laughs> for the last four games of the season. 1300 yards on 344 attempts, four touchdowns. Uh, rushing on the ground, and then he had forty-four. He had one touchdown a game essentially yep. over the course of that time, I believe. Actually, no, he only got one touchdown. Anyway, forty-four targets, thirty-two receptions, three hundred eighty-four yards. Um, so he was okay through the air. Um, wasn't amazing, but he did good work in those games through the air. Rick is talking about the two playoff games. He had a total of forty-six attempts in two games, two hundred and twenty-two yards. He was a workhorse in both. Four point eight yards per carry, two rushing touchdowns, and then he only had three total catches for fifty-one yards over the course of those games. So overall, that is really good. And if you're at, I actually might like Cam Akers more than um, J.K. Dobbins. Yep. Now, here here's what's interesting uh, too, because you said that he was going to end up being like a second round pick. I don't. Think well, Fancy Pros has him ranked eleven. So, according to Fantasy Pros, he is a second-round pick. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, you're not including wide receivers in that. Group. No, well, yeah, but even overall, so, or just this, is, this is running backs. But yeah, yeah, yeah. still, I mean, overall, I think he's top 20, top 24, which would be a second-round pick. That's gross that they have uh, Jefferson 311. He's 18, that's so that's middle of the second round. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to be around a third-round pick. But if he's third-round, I love it. I mean, oh yeah, all day. dude. Third round is lit. Yeah, right he now. gets 344 carries and he averages yards per attempt wise what he did in the postseason. I mean, he could be, he could yeah. shatter. He's got that ceiling, which is why I would take him over Dobbins because must draft the passing. Why? Why are there so many must draft second year running backs? These are literally, dude. It's golden right now. Like we I didn't don't even. We didn't even get to Gibson. I would rather the second year guys over like a lot of like they're going to dominate. Like, okay. we could see like Let's five of them in the top. Let's 12. do this. We'll put him in a box. Clyde, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, or Joe Mixon. For who I personally want to draft, I will take any of those guys over Joe Mixon. 
You can add James Robinson. Miles Sanders? You can add James Robinson. Miles Sanders over those guys? Um, Miles Sanders and Dobbins will okay. be debatable. Yeah. Um, but pretty much. Okay, here's a, here's a gross one. Monty. Oh, all these guys. All these guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he had top four running back last year. I know. I like, I hate, I, I like Monty more dude, than I. 310. Did in the past. Oh, dude, I'm going to have such okay. a good draft this year. <laughs> Yeah. I'm excited. We're doing a mock draft show on Thursday. I'm kind of excited to see what the crap happens in that thing. All right, um, next. Anyway, uh, so we have um, the next guy, A.J. Dillon. I'm going to say don't draft him. Don't um, draft right, him. Right now, A.J. Dillon is going off the board. He's probably way low, bro. Aaron Jones resigned. And even so though nice. Jamal Williams is gone, he might get a little more work. He's going as 6'11". Um, as a Ugh. bench player, I wouldn't even go for that. So I'm well, going to say. You know what? I would as a bench player. How much that makes me like Aaron Jones more? There's no Jamal Williams. Yeah. And A.J. Dillon can't pass catch. Yeah, but... I'm going to get hate they, for that they, in the comments, You know they're going to the split the carries. A.J. Dillon can't pass catch. They're going to split. That's fair. On the ground. But uh, who's going to get the ball in the red zone? Yeah. Everyone's going to say A.J. Dillon. And if Aaron Jones gets hurt at all like he does every year... At 6'11", the price tag of 6'11", yeah, it's he's not, not a, a must draft, bad though. pick. He's not. If you if you're in the market for a running back at six eleven, it's not a bad pick. I don't think he's a must draft. I don't think he's a guy that you have to have on your roster. Where you could make the argument that maybe J.K. Dobbins is not a must draft either. Um, but I think he's a solid guy with the opportunity is a solid can opportunity. I, but I just don't think Dylan, Dylan's not going to get enough opportunity. He doesn't he doesn't offer any pass catching upside. Can I ask why the Packers took Jordan Love in the first round, where he's going to sit for like five years? And then they took AJ Dillon in the second round, who's going to be a backup running back. I, I, don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. You think that you think the Patriots suck at player? <laughs> well, it's one year for Green Bay. I mean. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Dillon's not a must draft for me. Do you have anything else to say on him? No, we can move on. All right, quickly with Antonio Gibson, uh, he's a must draft. You can take the field with Gibson. One hundred percent a must draft. I'm, I'm just, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just pop him into the the Pro Football Reference. Mm-hmm. I I almost forgot his name. Um, that would have been terrible. Fancy Bros has Antonio Gibson ranked twelve, so one spot right behind Cam Akers. That is the grossest. Like I I hate them for that. That he's high. No, that he's low. Or lower. Twelve, bro. He's twelve. It's almost. What do they that's got like in front a, of him? I um, would take I would take Gibson over Akers and Eckler, okay. and maybe Zeke. Oh, you are so sweaty. <laughs> I did spend two first round picks in a super flex league for him. So that, that would kind of hurt my soul. Um, anyway. To be fair, he got injured at this point. So go up to a week at like 11 because he got injured in, in week 12. So I just pasted out to a full That's season because he missed two weeks. Um, So he had 194 carries and he was like 909 rushing yards, 13 touchdowns, 50 targets, 41 receptions for 282 yards. Now you might look at that and go with the crap. He did all of this on, I think, I'm just guessing, right around 50 to 60% snap share, which is yeah. for a ridiculous Ron Rivera offense is very low. He's going to be a starting running back next year. Yep. He's going to get 200 and plus, 200, 225 we'll plus be in a slightly better offense. Slightly better offense. Probably get uh, 70 to 80 targets. And I, I think I think he's a lock to be a top 12 running back. Easy money. I'm not as excited about him as I was Miles Sanders last year because Miles Sanders hurt but my But Gibson soul. is your Miles Sanders. Gibson is my Miles Sanders this year. Yeah. Yeah, I like Gibson a lot. Um, I think he's a perfect second-round pick. I think he fits right in with the – the can- to me, I'm a little lower on him, but still very high on him. Like yeah. I think he's a perfect second-round pick. 
Um, he fits right in with the other guys we've been talking about, and I would gladly take him where he's going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think he's a must draft. Yeah, agree too. Uh, James Robinson is he a must draft? As of today, yes. We'll see <laughs> coming the draft, but as of right now, they only signed Carlos Hyde. Um, the stuff that Urban Meyer has said about him, they want to use him as a workhorse. Um, I believe who is their offense coordinator? We had the coaches show, and I already forgot. Yeah. But I remember talking about they like using yeah. workhorse running backs. Um, so he's got all that. And then what he did last year, too, was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to play in a better offense. So <laughs> it's like right. it's like all these things with James Robinson. It's only good. I scare it's, me. It's really only good. It is scary. It's, but like, me. what's the thing that scares you? It's just the I capital, know, right? Because that's what that's the only thing that scares me. The draft um, capital. Yeah, because he's going off the board. It's not even that high either for him. It's like two three. So yeah. I'm not. He just kind of reminds me like every year for me, Aaron Jones is always like a. I don't know. Is he that? We're not yeah. feeling it. Yeah. And uh, James Robinson's kind of that, but then he ends up working out, so maybe I need to consider him. <laughs> um, There's just a lot of guys that I like. They I have him, slide in front of him. They have him ranked, yeah, so like Fancy Pros, they have him ranked 17. So they have Dobbins ahead of him. They have yeah, Swift yeah, yeah. ahead of him. Right, right. So all those, so you'd probably switch him with Clyde, but then like, I mean, around 18. Yeah, RB 18. yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, he was a top 10 running back last year, so. He was top five, wasn't he? I don't remember. Like, he was good, man. And they're getting Trevor uh, Lawrence. Seven. They're getting Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. New coaching staff. Yep. They got Brown and Marvin Jones. They're yep. probably going to draft a receiver. They're definitely going to draft offensive line. I mean, okay. I like it. All right. So the next part, um, we're just going to say the guy's name and okay. then you're going to say no. Okay. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. No. <laughs> Zach Moss. No. Darian Ten Evans. No. Anthony McFarland. No. Okay. Well, we'll just, this is the one I actually kind of had interest in. Um, he was a fourth round pick Pittsburgh. Yeah. Probably going to draft a running back, but they, they have no running backs there. So if he ends up being the starter next year, all bets are off. Okay. The change is that I still don't like him, even if he's a starter, but <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Josh Kelly. No, no. And Benjamin. Now the second running back. Super low radar, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Michael, well, Michael P Ryan. Um, no, definitely not a must draft, uh, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with him. If he goes in the season as a starting running back, maybe. Yeah, not much draft, but maybe no. Like if he just uh, as a flyer. Oh yeah, hold on a second. Uh, I want to see where he's going. I believe probably off the board. I would say with Michael P. Ryan, dude, he's so far yeah, down. Mac Jones. Ma- I mean, um, Mac Jones. My head. He's RB sixty six. Frick. Um, and then DJ Dallas. Bears. So that's. Dude, if he's a starter, I'll take him at RB sixty six. <laughs> he's not gonna be a starter though. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Fair I enough. think they're, they're taking. They're either gonna draft a running back or they'll sign someone late like Gurley or something yeah so there's your list of must draft running backs we have on our list Clyde Jonathan Taylor DeAndre Swift J.K. Dobbins uh, Cam Akers Antonio Gibson James Robinson those guys snatch them up in your leagues because you're gonna need top 7 I didn't know that was gonna be a 7 we'll see you on Thursday take it easy thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube And follow us on Twitter at TheFFChamps.